Are we on the air? Ho 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 ho! Now that's yo, that shit's for fucking Christmas. Yo, this is a Halloween motherfucking special, so we don't got no time for Christmas. We don't got no time for any other holiday, cause this is the Halloween special. This is the best fucking holiday that ever came to exist. If you don't know anything about Halloween, October thirty worst. 30 worst the fuck am i talking about but 30 worst is the best thing that you could ever say october 30 worst yo (laughs) that's the brand new name for halloween i'm telling you uh happy halloween to you and your family this week we got a lot to talk about so we should just get into it you know it's your boy ali aka low main aka urakan aka two-tone tony tone aka the wood tip chifa aka extra guac on your motherfucker burrito aka the milkman A.K.L. Takate69, A.K.A. The Professor Finessa, A.K.A. That Nigga, A.K.A. Negrito Sucio, A.K.A. I think that's all my AKAs. I don't have any other AKAs. Fuck it, man. We're going to keep it right there. Like, those are all the AKAs that we do need. Um, but it's your boy. This is episode 150, if I'm not mistaken. No, I am fucking mistaken. What the fuck am I thinking, nigga? This is episode... 141, established by the greatest band out there, Sum 41. Shouts out to every Sum 41 fan out there. I think every single 38 of y'all that still exist in the world. Now, we're going to talk about one thing, one thing only today, y'all. Um, I've been going through a lot of things, and before we get into our Halloween and festivities, like I believe that I want to have a quick sit down with everybody, like, and I want y'all to understand some things that I've been going through lately. And I think me talking about this via you know on the show it might help you out in some type of way if that makes sense you feel me and lately honestly i'm not gonna lie to you i've been i haven't been sad but like i've been not in my feelings either that's not a word that goes with me at all and if y'all fucking know me me and feelings don't go hand in hand um i've been i've been moody and it's not being emotional at all like i'm not like it's not a sad thing i've been angry like but it's been like an undertone of anger behind everything and or shall i say animosity and i haven't been giving emotional people the right passage in my life or like i haven't been giving emotional people the time to like speak in my life or speak any existence in my life and i believe that like when i was going through that like i wasn't thinking anything about it because honestly I didn't, like, I felt that, like, oh, it's just some, like, bullshit-ass fucking emotions that, like, you know, we go through on a regular day basis, and I should just keep moving on and, like, forget about them, and, like, I should just bottle them in, because it doesn't mean that much, and I know that sounds wild, but, like, 80% of the things that I do go through, honestly, man, like, when I, like, you know, sit down and deal with it, it's, like, things that I shouldn't even be caring about, like, things that are kind of out of my realm of uh, control. Now, since I was kind of, uh, for a lack of a better term, moody, you know, like, uh, so when I was moody, I was trying to go to like certain situations or like trying to put myself in certain situations that would justify my acts. Like, if that makes sense, like, Hey bro, like I'll go to a heavy packed gym and like, you know, tell, yo, tell, like, just tell a dude to hurry the fuck up on a fucking, like a, a gym workout equipment because I wanted to use it and like he was just you know he took up a 20 minutes that he should not be taking up like this motherfucker was on his phone and everything and 
it pissed me off more than usual. Like, it pissed me off to the sense that, like, I was like, hey, man, like, I got to go handle this. Like, you know, ain't, like, ain't no one else going to handle this for me. Like, I need to go tell this motherfucker, like, yo, off the shit, B. Like, yo, man, it's time to, like, let other people use it. But I sat there, man, and, like, for a week and a half, like, I just felt this underlying tone of just, like, anger and wasn't towards particularly anybody and it wasn't particularly towards any like certain situation or anything and then like I thought about it and like I kind of figured out why I was feeling the anger or like while I was feeling the undertone of things because um I came down to the realization that humans are the most fickle things in all the realm (laughs) that shit sounded dark as shit Welcome to the emo report of the fucking show. <laughs> it's like people are fickle. And I think that's one thing that I'm starting to figure out more and more in life, man. And I wish in a lack of a better term, I can tell you different, ladies and gentlemen. I wish I can come to you face to face right now and tell you that the world is a better place, you know, and there's more, you know, positive people like in the world. There's really not. People are still out for themselves. People are still doing things that they want to do. People are still looking to win by or like or get into situations to only benefit themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen. That's what business is half of the time. But sometimes everything is not business. Life is not all about business. But I'd say people are fickle because I was mad because I put uh, a certain... um, I put too much weight or I put too much assurance that people were going to show that they, you know, like that they meant something, you know, and they didn't. And like, that's the most craziest thing. Like, I think, you know, like I could tell you some certain friendships that like, you know, I got throughout like my like recent walks of life and everything. Like, it's just like some people are really out for them damn selves. Like nobody else, like nobody else exists in their life. Like other than like their damn selves. The crazy thing is like that is a okay, but what a boring life. What a boring life that you died talking about. Man, all I did was do me. Da, 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 and, you know, and you die off by your damn self talking about all I did was do me. And you're gone. That's it. Chapter closed. You, you had no futures on your shit. <laughs> it's a boring ass life. Now, I say all that to say this, man. That when you meet such people or like when you like meet such people, like do not put... A sense of assurance like in them like you know if you're trying to date them if you're trying to be their friend if it's like you know anything whatever it is like schoolmates co-workers whatever you can think about wherever like the like if these people don't mesh with your life man you know bygones be bygones keep it moving do not let these people suck you in with their emotions and i think the only way that i got sucked in with my emotions is like um i gave like i had hope in some certain, you know, like I had hope in some certain people. I had hope in some certain people that I held, you know, very close to my heart. And nah, bro, you know, I think people never show you that, you know, and I think coming from the past life that I came from, like, I promise you, like, you know, I didn't have time to actual like like actually make friends man like because yo bro fuck it bro in the streets nigga is you or what like you know that's it all i had was me my music and the money in my fucking pocket i didn't need nothing else bro like i don't know why i need friendship but growing up it teaches you 
that like people bring some certain types of happiness into your life, man. But that's the thing. Some people only do. Not everybody. 2% of people do. Not the 98% of fucking garbage people that you meet all, in the all walks of your life on, like a, on a daily day. This might sound negative as shit. You might be taking it in a negative way. Personally, I don't give a fuck how you take it. You know, I, I, I really don't care. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you because I want you to stay away from the 98% of the people that are there to dilute your, like, think, think about yourself as, like, a cup of water. And, like, think about meeting other people. And then when you speak to other people, both of you guys kind of exchange a quick sip of water. And let's say other people have sand inside of their water, bro. And you went through the whole day talking to everybody. And then y'all exchanged, like, you know, so much sips of water and everything. By the end of the day, your water looks murky. By the end of the day, you don't look so clear anymore. By the end of the day, like, bro, you can't see anymore because it's murky when it was clear, but you can see through the water now, but you can't even see through the other side of the cup. It's ladies and gentlemen, human beings are one of the biggest fucking minds of all time. You know, tread lightly. Anyone that wants to bring anything that is not positive, a positivity into your life, they can keep it moving that way. Why? Because you don't have any time for that. Why? You'll be going through a week and a half wasted being fucking pissed off at motherfuckers for no reason. <laughs> Kid you not, bro. Like the whole week. Like, I felt like I had a chip on my shoulder. I'm waiting for, like, some motherfucker to say something wrong, like, to me in, like, some type of way so I could slap the fucking shit out of him. It's, it made no sense. And I think you, I, I should never go to that extent ever. Like, why am I so mad? Like, what, like, and that is where I fell too, man. Because, like, I gave assurance to people and, like, I got played out of my emotions kind of. You know, and even though that it wasn't my main, main feeling, it was still an underlying tone at the end of it, man. It's just like what all these um, racially ambiguous motherfuckers do nowadays, like when they like, you know, like, but they're like singing in pop music, but they have like a rap beat in the back and they call it hip hop. It's just just like that. And it was an underlying tone. <laughs> it wasn't full like you know Jeezy going on the motherfucking beat and ethering the motherfucking shit out of that it was just um I don't know why I felt it and I had to get down to the bottom of things and honestly what made me kind of like sit down and like finally be like yo like, you need to talk about this or like you need to get through this is I finally gave myself the chance that like I was like because I never or I I should I should not say I never um, I tend to not do this because um, uh, there there has been some certain cases that I did do this from the jump. And like I tend to not look at my emotions first and try to analyze my emotions. And the first thing that I think about is I'm like, <clears throat> hey, this is my fault in some type of way. And how, how it's my fault is I'm just probably just overthinking something and fuck the bullshit because I'm really not going to, um, I'm not going to overthink anything. And like, if I overthink it, I found myself to get in some like certain holes and like, you know, I'd be thinking some crazy ass shit and like, that's not where I want to go. So, 
when that happens, man, but you tend to kind of treat every single situation that comes into your life the same way. Like it comes in, but you're like, oh, okay, maybe I might be overthinking it. Trash that shit. Maybe I might overthinking it. Trash that shit. Maybe I might be overthinking it. Trash that shit. There's sometimes, but you're like, yo, I can't trash it. I need to go through every single type of emotion that there is on this. And then I'm going to like, you know, open up and I'm going to like, you know, see what is underlying emotions coming from. And it's coming from nowhere else except hurt, pain, man, hurt people, hurt people. And that's one of the most hardest signs I've ever heard in my life. And it's so true. Like hurt people really hurt people. Uh, It's there's so much things going on in my personal life that it's so extreme right now, man, that (laughs) it's like seeping into my work life or like it's seeping into my social life or it's like seeping into like all this stuff. Like it's, and I'm tired of that. Like, honestly, like I'm the type of man, if you have not met me, I am the most free spirited person. I don't like to have drama. I don't like to have beefs, but hey man, like, you know, I did, you know, I did grow up in drama and beef. So, you know, if you want to come try it, try it. It's not anything that is not off the table, but it's, I'm telling you, like, I don't like to have that stuff because, you know, it's positivity all day. And 2019, that sounds bullshit as fuck. I get it. 2019, like, everyone wants to be positive. Always have a positive mindset. Always do this. Always do that. Always do. Man, shut the fuck up. I think positivity, like, starts within. Like, it should start that, hey... I want to make this fucking world a better place than what it actually is right now, man. I know 98% of people ain't shit. And I know I got an underlying tone of being angry right now. At the same time, ladies and gentlemen, I will not stop trying to make this world a better place for every future generation, for you, for everybody else I hate, for the aunties out there. I know I'm fucking talking about the aunties, but they matter too. (laughs) But I will not stop my agenda. And even though I took a week and a half off of, you know, like not talking to certain folks and like not talking to people, like, you know, kind of being uh, seldomly, you know, caved off all by myself. I needed that, you know, like that is something that I need. And like, and if that's something that you go through, you should not feel bad telling motherfuckers exactly what you're going through. Because, like, I told some certain friends, like, hey, man, I can't come out right now. Just reason being, I can't be inside of a place with, like, a heavy population. Because if some motherfucker touches me the wrong way, like, I'm swinging. Like, I'm not talking anymore. And to even remotely feel that, man, like, it's, nah, bro, I should stay my fucking mad ass at home. Like, the hell am I doing? And <clears throat> I say all that to say, like, it's... Like, don't get tricked out of your emotions or like, don't, but don't have so much hope in people, but you should put nothing but hope in people. (laughs) That's the riddle of life that y'all got to figure out. I think that's something that y'all got to come together and be like, yo, I need help. But let me light this blunt. Let me get into this fucking story that I'm about to tell y'all because it's going to be beautiful. Give me one second while this thing gets lit. While I light this blunt, uh, this is uh, trying or the show's trying to be sponsored by Red Bull again. We are talking to the CEO of Red Bull. Hello, how are you, sir? We are speaking to you from the Lone Mains Asylum show himself. This is coming straight out of Fort Worth, Texas. 
I don't got the best cowboy. Fucking. Oh, man. Today, the strain of the day is Black Diamond. This is a uh, indica-dominated hybrid. It's, yo, these fucking flowers smack, man. Like, <coughs> I haven't been smoking anything else other than fucking top shelf lately. And the medication has definitely been taking away the agar. I think, because, dare I say, I have time to actually think about my emotions. I get grounded a little bit. You feel me? But <coughs> um, I want to get into telling you about like one thing that definitely <coughs> got me out of my moods that I did over the weekend. I think it was um, it was a great weekend. Like first and foremost, I think Friday I had to do a uh, a um, government sanctioned class. Uh, for eight hours online I stayed home I watched Netflix I watched The Pursuit of Happiness Like I kind of had to like Ground myself like in a very weird way For eight hours Right after work Of doing an eight hour shift Went home Did another eight hour shift Motherfuckers So like I went home I'm watching Pursuit of Happiness And everything man And There's a There's a part In that movie When him and his kid Are playing basketball On that roof In San Francisco Like wherever that is Like I Like I do want to go there soon but that part in the movie, like, they're playing basketball and, like, fucking having, like, a great time. And, like, this child is just so happy. Like, when I tell you, like, so happy. Like, basketball, like, is, like, one of his, like, most favorite things to do. Then his dad tells him, a.k.a. Will Smith, shouts out to the whole uh, Smith family because it was Jaden Smith and uh, Will Smith in that movie. So... Uh, his dad tells him, like, he's like, hey, man, like, it's all good and shit. I'm gonna let this shit pass. Welcome to the West Side, motherfuckers. <laughs> so, uh, his dad tells him, like, he's like, yo, I know that you like playing basketball and everything. And I know that it's one of your most favorite things to do. <clears throat> but... I do not want you to waste most of your time playing this game because not everybody makes it in basketball. I want you to go to school. I want you to read. I don't want you paying too much attention into basketball. Now, the most beautiful thing about the whole movie, man, is the way, like, the kid didn't even say anything, but his actions said more than anything because... <clears throat> when his dad said that, like, he just put down his head, like, he lost a whole fire of, like, he was having so much fun, like, he had this, like, this burning flame inside of him, and his dad just doused it by telling him, you know, you're, you're not gonna make it in this, so, like, if I was you, like, I would not be trying so hard, after that, man, why do you even want to try, somebody already, like, bought your whole fucking dreams down, and, like, he's a child, and, <laughs> At that fucking time, like, the fucking capacity of power that you have is um, slim to none, honestly. So, why would you even try after that? So, the kid kind of just put his head down, man, picked up his ball. He picked up his <clears throat> plastic bag that he was putting his basketball into it. I don't know why he was putting a, uh, a basketball that he was playing outdoors in a plastic bag. I still don't understand that part. <coughs> I don't think I will ever understand that part, but that's just besides the point. 
So he puts the like ball inside the bag and like he's kind of pissed off and everything. Like, you know, like he's kind of shoving it like inside of the plastic bag. And Will Smith looks at him and like he's like, hey, don't you let anyone ever tell you that you can't do anything. Like anyone. Not even me. And the kid said, all right. And it was the most beautiful thing for the dad to understand that, like, yo, man, like, don't let no one steal your fucking shine. Not even me. And in a very weird way, I say all that to say this, that solved me being angry. Because he said, don't you let anyone steal your shine. Not even me. That's coming from a dad. Take that message, put it in every other human. Don't let nobody else take your shine. Even though that you're trying to help out of, like other people, even though that you're trying to have other people like in your life, don't let any of these people steal your shine. And if they're not doing you any benefit in your life other than diluting your motherfucking water, they can keep stepping, man, because we got clear ponds over here, my guy. We got the koi fish is swimming inside of our lake, my guy. <laughs> I ain't lying about that. So... <clears throat> after that movie, like, it's, I, I think I need to watch that movie, like, every four months to kind of get, um, or to kind of, kind of re-energize my whole, like, motivation, because, like, they came from nothing, man, and he did not stop trying, this man went to jail, went to an interview with still paint on him from the day before, he ran to the building, y'all don't understand that he ran blocks in San Francisco, so since I think San Francisco has a lot of water, definitely probably has a lot of humidity. With it having a lot of humidity, that nigga was probably sweating profusely. Like ran about nine and a half blocks. I don't know how, like how far the police department was from there, but I would say an average about nine blocks. He ran all the way over there, got to the meeting or the interview with two of the VPs of the office, sat down in this room, stinking. But he had one mindset, man. He's like, I just want to do this, bro. Give me the fucking chance. And like, I'll show you that I can do this. And that was the most beautiful thing, man. Because I think uh, I need to keep that mindset because like I came into this world of enlightenment that just give me the fucking chance. And like, I can show you that I can do this. Like, you know, I just want to make other people happy. I want people to go through feelings that like, you know, that I didn't like, like, I want you to go through feelings that that are good for you, not bad for you. Like, like, I already handled all the bad shit for you. Like, not don't go down that realm. Like, let just let me tell you about how it feels going down that realm. It's not a great feeling. Stay away from it. Is there an answer over there? Probably not. There's no answer in it. But if you are going through some type of emotional blockage, all right, talking about emotional blockage i'm not just talking about shit that you're just overthinking in your life things that keep happening and it's a pattern in your life and it keeps consistently happening and people tell you about it and you just think that it's just a benefit of this um, fucking situation it's really not something going on within you and i had to go sit down with myself and like you know i had to humble myself and um I don't have anything going on anymore. Like, I think, like, all my, like, emotions are, like, you know, all right. Like, I talked about everything. And I think that's the most beautiful thing. Like, you know, honesty 
is an amazing thing. We could sit down and like speak to one another about like how we feel rather than making it feel weird. And I think this generation still makes it feel weird. 95% of y'all still can't walk up to your really close friend and tell them, hey man, I'm really hurting. And I put money on it. Like most of y'all really can't text a person like be like, yo man, I'm hurting. And it's not supposed to make you sound tough, all right? Like, oh, I don't need people, like, I don't need to text people about my emotions because, you know, I don't need to talk to nobody about my emotions. Nah, nigga, it's not that. Talk to people about your emotions. It's fine to talk to people about your emotions. There's some things that you need to go through your emotions on. There's, like, hurt people, hurt people. Take that from me, like, personally. Like, it's just, don't. Like, get the help that, like, if you really need the help, like, you know, go see a human being that actually cares. If nobody else cares, man, come pull up. I'll talk to you. The Low Maids Asylum Show will talk to you. Slide into my DMs, ask me some questions. I'll give you some things, but it'll be like the Yoda ways of life, man. Um, I speak in metaphors. I speak in uh, music choruses. I speak in, uh, like, music verses. I speak in movie quotes. So if you can handle that, like pull up. So that movie was the first thing to initialize me coming out of, you know, my anger, kind of. And um, the second thing was like waking up on that Saturday, I wanted to go to the gym. And I have no other like, no other, um, dare I say, like motivation for anything else other than to actually hit the gym. So I went to the gym and that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to stay there for hours, man. Um, it got to the point that like I did chest and I, and I did triceps and then it wasn't enough. And then I was like, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna do legs and like that shit wasn't enough. And like, I'm there for like three and a half hours and I'm like, yo, I gotta, like, I'm gonna do something else. I'm gonna go, you know, train for Muay Thai, you know, I'm gonna go condition my shins and like, I'm th- like, I'm thinking all of this shit and I'm like, nah, man, I should just probably go hit the sauna, meditate, go home, drink some tea, read a book, like, like take care of myself mentally. Cause you, you can't overwork your body, man. Cause if you over like overwork your body, it kind of becomes a physical abuse. And like some people like, you know, oh, I use the gym, you know, for, for like, you know, my depression, I use the gym for that. Like, you know, definitely I, I, I get it, but in everything you need the right amount of it. Like just don't overdo it. I went home and I honestly, and I honestly forgot that I promised one of the homies the day before that I was going to go to a Halloween party with him. And so like, he's like, yo, uh, I'm going to come pick you up around this time. Be ready. And like a part of me is like, man, I'm not trying to see people yet. Like, you know, I'm not even like in the mood to talk to anybody and that's not me. And if anybody knows who the fuck I am, like, that's not me. Like, I'm just like, yo, I love talking to people. Like, I love vibing with people, man. And I was like, I just don't feel like seeing anybody. I don't feel like it. And then, like, when I thought that, I was like, nah, bro. I think, like, I like, I think I need to see people. Like, you know, like, you know, it might be okay. Like, I might meet, like, you know, um, a, like, a specific person that puts more clear water back inside of my, you know, tub than like the murky shit. So, man, I go to the first party and I'm now I'm saying first party because we did uh, plural. Okay, go to the first party. 
pull up. Yo, it was the greatest time. Everyone is celebrating. Everyone was happy. Even though motherfuckers were lit as shit. Like, uh, like we were chiefing inside of the garage. With, like, everybody dressed up in every single fucking costume that you can think about. Man, I was chiefing with a pirate. I was chiefing with a peanut butter slice of bread. I was chiefing with a jelly side of the bread. I was chiefing with an army person. I was chiefing with everybody. The Mad Hatter was in this fucking room. Um, <coughs> we had uh, Frost, the Mortal Kombat chick, in that room. Uh, we had a sexy cop. Like, there always has to be, like, one of those girls that always has to wear that like sexy thing that like just doesn't have anything to do with nothing (laughs) so like it was dope as shit like all of us are just inside of this room and like we have literally kids you not man we had like at least a 25 person smoking circle um we had at least seven blunts in like rotation man like shit's just coming from everywhere Mm. so I, i like i sit down and i'm talking to this girl that's like sitting right next to me who's dressed up as a pri- uh as a pirate. So I tell her my name, she tells me her name. And then um we start talking about the party and like, you know, like um how I know so and so and then so so she tells me how she knows so and so. So it's very nice because like it's like I'm not the person asking people like about it now. Like, you know, um but there's a person that's genuinely interested in talking to me, kinda. So, uh, so we're talking about it. And then, so like, so, um, we go back and forth, um, about Halloween and Hey, how come that you're not dressed up? And like, I told them that I was dressed up each and every year, man, I'm the same thing. I am dressed up either as a uh, modern hipster or the second thing is I tell people that do y'all remember in that Avengers movie when like the fucking, like the sky opened up and like all the aliens came out and like Thor, Hulk, and Iron Man, and all of them were like meeting up in like downtown, like New York, like ready to squab up with these niggas. And like, you, it looks like the world's about to end, man, because like thousands of these aliens are just coming out of this fucking like wormhole that just opened up in the sky. And in a brief moment, if you pause when they go back down and they and they like show the picture of all the superheroes like standing back to back to like one another. There's a dude running on the side. I'm dressed up as him. Watch that movie. You'll see me. <laughs> it's the first Avengers. Don't forget. <laughs> but um, so I go and then so like I tell her like like I'm not dressed up, but like Halloween's like like one of my most favorite holidays. And so we talk about Halloween, then we talk about candy, and then. Right after, like, we were leaving, I was like, all right, man, it was very nice to meet you. Same thing, cordial, high-fived each other, walked away. And just by that, it was, it made my fucking day. And, like, I finally figured out why, like, it made my day because it was a genuine conversation. Like, there was nothing bullshit about it. You know, it was a genuine conversation that um, nobody wanted to win like nobody was gonna judge you if you said the wrong thing like it was one of those things that like and like there was a subtle amount of like I care enough that like hey we're sitting by one another that like we should kind of know like we should fucking know who we are like if we're sitting like on the same fucking thing you know (laughs) um so 
like as soon as like that happened like we went to the second party like i was just happy i was like hey man i had a genuine ass conversation like i was not gonna have that like if i stayed home like you know like that is genuinely enough and i smoked with mad hatter and 25 other motherfucking crazy ass people that's cool too (laughs) so the second party that we go to this shit like hands down like whoa okay just that whoa i did not realize that people had like such a great penmanship for fucking halloween like i thought i was the only crazy person about halloween i don't know most of y'all out there if you feel completely different i don't give a fuck i like halloween more than you don't care (laughs) but they had a penmanship for men like down to the point that they had a pool and they they fucking changed the light of the pool to red and then they changed the water to like a murky bloody red and then they had floating red balloons in the pool i don't know how the fuck that was going on like maybe they had like a rock on the bottom of the pool that was holding the balloon there that it looked like from the movie it they had a dj like they had like this fondue they had food like the beer was not running out any fucking time soon uh, we was chiefing it like in the back with like middle aged women telling me about like reggae music. It was the most funnest fucking thing, man, because it was random as shit. It was like such. And the bathroom, I go like I go to the bathroom and like I, guys, I'm so sorry. I like I sound very excited because it was like one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I was so happy. I was like, this is. I just want to live here, bro. Like I don't want to do anything else. I just want to live here. Uh, I go to the bathroom and like as soon as I go to the bathroom. uh, They have a light inside of the toilet that's, like, you know, lit up. Like, it looks like, you know, um, it looks like a fucking witch's fucking, um, like, stew. You know, like, the fucking big old pots uh, that they have. The whole bathroom's decked out. They got the black light in this bitch. You know, um, they got, like, blood, like, all over the, like, the fucking walls and everything. Um, It was just dope as shit. They had a jack-o'-lantern, like, right on the table. Like, the dopest bathroom of all time, man. And, like, I was just so happy, like, to be, like, inside of this, like, environment. Like, I was so high that, like, I looked around and, like, it looked like a scene of Halloween Town. Everybody was dressed up as, like, a certain character. Everyone's, like, happy. Everyone was socializing. Like, and and mind I mind you, like, but this, you know, but this, this party had from should I say like 21 all the way up to like probably like 56 so uh, we had a fair share of like older people there and like yo old people know how to rock bro like yo these niggas are like just drinking drinking and then uh lo and behold after like my like third beer like and after socializing with like the most randomest character I was chilling with the ghost from 13th ghost uh the uh young ghost the one that has the bat Yo, like this dude had the best costume. So the DJ out of nowhere, like, so he's like, "Hey, I need somebody to come help me judge the costume party, because, um, yeah, like I need to pick first place who got fifty dollars and the second place who got this like cool fucking like 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 skull ornament thing." So like I was like, so he said, "I need one person to come help me who is not dressed up and." Like, lo and behold, man, I'm just having my most random conversation, like, in the corner. And everyone's just pointing at me. And, like, I look back and I'm like, what? And, like, so, like, everyone's like, go up there. I was like, what you mean? So, like, they're like, go up there. I was like, for what? And they're like, just go up there. 
And I was like, fine, all right. <laughs> so I go up there, and like as soon as I go up there, so like homie's like, yo, man, but you gotta help me judge this. Got so fucking happy. I am like ecstatic. I'm like, yo, let's go through it. We had the whole purge like come through. We had Tina from Good Burger. Um, we had the chick from that scene when he like um when that dude in the movie slides through with the socks and like he's wearing boxers and like he's wearing like a white dress shirt. And um, so, like, he slides into his, like, living room. It's a Ferris Bueller's day off. Did he do that? Maybe. I'm not sure. But so we had her. Like, uh, we had the dude from the 13 Ghosts. We had the bubonic plague. We had this dude that was, like, dressed up in, like, fucking all black wearing a mask and, like, wearing this, like, light-up top hat. That shit was, like, pretty lit. Like, he looked like a voodoo, like, sorcerer guy. But uh, so... At the end of the day, we chose Tina to win, and I chose the 13th uh, ghost dude, man, because as soon as I told him that, like, he's like, yo, you're the first person to get that. And I'm like, and I love people that think outside of the box or, like, use things that, like, other people don't, like, you know, generally, like, think about. You know, that's pretty cool because, like, you put research into things, like, high five on that. <laughs> so, um, after that, man, like, we're hanging out with all these people, and they're, like, teaching me about, like, these, like, brand new, like, reggae songs, and, like, like we're chiefing it, like, in the back, and I'm just smiling because, like, out of, like, me not having hope in people and, like, being angry after, like, a week and a half, man, I was put in a most beautiful situation twice. God made it happen twice in the same night. And, like, he's, like, you need to have hope in some certain people. Like, like you can't just, you know, turn your whole back on everybody. Like, yo, here's some beautiful people that you can meet. And things like that, man, like, it was the most refreshing weekend. And I just say all that just to say, if you're going through anything, man, make sure to talk about it. Like, make sure to go through with it. Make sure to kind of trust the intuition. Like, if your gut kind of has a feeling about something, you know, your gut is mostly right other than if you have anxiety like me sometimes and you need to question that shit 34 times <laughs> yo but i just want you to know oh man it's a beautiful fucking like year i think i'm just so happy that we made it to another halloween um i think all in the past halloweens i had made like other major shit to be thinking about and i and i'm just so fucking thankful that this Halloween that I can just get to a point that the only thing that I am thinking about is just moods and that's all that fucking matters. That is fine. That is a-okay. If if that's all that I'm going through on a Halloween, it's a beautiful ass Halloween. Now, follow me on Instagram, y'all. It's Fresh Prince of the underscore West, Low May 1990 on Snapchat. Now this week, I want y'all to think about one thing, about turning your pond clear. Who turns your pond clear? Who puts sand and dirt inside of your pond? Really think about that. Now, tip your pot. What? I'm so fucking high. <laughs> tip your bartender. Drink your water. It's your boy Ali. I'll see y'all next week. Peace.